0: To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, The Business of Tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Canterbury Mornings podcast with John McDonald from News Talk ZB. How cringing are these coalition negotiations getting? Uh, How cringing. I'm very tempted to get the phone out and send Christopher Luxon a text message saying, you reap what you sow, mate. And I would do that, except I don't have his number. And then he probably wouldn't reply because he might not believe it's actually from me. But if he did, if he did text back, he'd probably say, hi, John, great to hear from you. Not sure what you mean. And I'd text back, I'd say, mate, that daft idea you had before the election to say you'd work with Winston Peters. You reap what you sow. Send. And that would probably be the end of the conversation because even though he's not admitting it, he must know now that he's starting to look sillier and sillier by the day. Nice way of putting it. Mr. Mergers and Acquisitions must be thinking to himself it was never like this back in the day at at the soap factory or the airline and I think it went next level last night when we saw him and David Seymour rushing through Wellington Airport getting the last flight back to Auckland. And why were they doing that? Well, they were doing that because Winston was up to his old tricks again. He was in no-show yesterday when all three of them were supposed to get together in Wellington for their, their, <laughs> their first face-to-face meeting since the election a month ago. Just saying. So like two teenagers fighting for the same girl, there was the national leader and the ACT Party leader scrambling for the plane, trolley bags everywhere to try and get an audience with the great one, with the master, who for some reason decided he wasn't going to bother travelling to Wellington yesterday. And last night there was Mr Mergers and Acquisitions telling reporters everything going swimmingly. Great to see you. Seymour put on a brave face as well when you just know that the two of them will have been cringing running the gauntlet like that, knowing that we know they were snubbed by Winston Peters. And and, and imagine once they got on the plane, that wouldn't have been the end of it. Imagine how long that short flight to Auckland must have felt, knowing that everybody else on board would have been looking at them thinking that Winston is giving you guys the complete runaround, isn't he? I reckon the person sitting next to Luxon would have spilt their tea and just about choked on the cookie time biscuit if he started banging on about how well things are going. Yes, uh, shame about APEC, but things are going really well and uh, do you know I used to run this airline? Not that I'm having a go at Luxon and not that I'm having a go at Seymour. No, no, no. Even though I said the other week that I thought Winston Peter's political experience might be useful for our relatively inexperienced incoming government, even though I said that, I think he's taking the other two for a ride. And he needs to pull his beautifully quaffed hair or his beautifully quaffed head in. In fact, he's not just taking them for a ride, he's taking us for a ride. And just like the girl that falls for the bad guy time and time again, I hope the Muppets who voted this guy back, I hope you're starting to wonder why. Why you do it time and time again. Will I ever learn? He does this to me every time. But then I see the hair and the suit, and the smile, <gasps> the smile, and I just turned to mush in the polling booth. Can't help it. I know to end in tears. I just can't help myself. And thanks to those Muppets, you might be one of them. We're in the situation we are in. There was a lot of speculation. <laughs> this was great, wasn't it, when this was going on. You might have heard it. There was a lot of speculation yesterday that Winston wasn't, Winston wasn't in Wellington for the meeting with Acton National because he was here for the races. How bad would that have been, putting the races ahead of the coalition talks. But that doesn't seem to have been the case because Auckland was where Luxon and Seymour were screaming off to last night on the last flight out of Wellington for their audience with the mighty one. And it was cringing to watch. It was embarrassing. But it was also, also predictable. And you know, I've had a go at New Zealand First Voters, but they will probably be cheering their winning on because that's why they want them on the scene. They want them keeping those national and act whippersnappers on their heels. They want, him, they want old Winston to keep everyone guessing. But really, is that what the rest of us deserve? Is that what Christopher Luxon and David Seymour deserve? Of course they don't. And of course we don't. And if you voted New Zealand first, I hope you're regretting it. It had occurred to me this morning that perhaps, maybe the way of dealing with this sort of thing, is maybe perhaps politicians from parties involved in coalition talks, maybe they shouldn't be paid until they get their act together and form a government. But that probably wouldn't bother Winston. He'd probably be quite happy to forego the pay for a few weeks, you know, for the good of democracy, to honour the voting, the, the voting public. Uh, some of the other New Zealand First Invisibles might think differently, though. But, you know, he worship, they worship the ground he stands on, which is why none of them, none of them, are going to be telling him to put his, pull his head in. But I know if, if I was one of his MPs, I'd be starting to wonder what Mickey Mouse outfit I'd got myself involved with. For more from Canterbury Mornings with John McDonald, listen live to News Talks at B. Christchurch from 9 a.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. 90% of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break.